It's Thursday, October 17th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. The European Union is throwing its support behind a brand new Brexit plan. That sounds great, but UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson still gotta sell the British Parliament on the plan. Then, Turkey has agreed to a ceasefire in northern Syria to let America's Kurdish allies escape recent fighting. And finally, it looks like Sin City may have a little bit of a saintly streak. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. The most complicated story today is about what's happening across the pond. October 31st is two weeks away, which means you have two weeks to come up with your Halloween costume. And the UK has two weeks to pass a deal to leave the European Union. Yep, Brexit. And this morning, the UK Prime Minister announced, we've got a deal. So today, we're going to get into what's in the deal, how people are feeling about it, and what's probably next for Brexit. Let's get into it by looking into the deal. The big new development has to do with what's been the sticking point for most of the Brexit negotiations. What the heck they should do about the Ireland island. Remember, the Republic of Ireland is part of the EU, but Northern Ireland is part of the UK. Two Irelands, one island. In the past, they had a pretty contentious relationship. We're talking protests, bombings, and armed guards along the border. For three decades. That period of time was called the Troubles. In 1998, both sides decided to cool it and play nice. They got rid of the military checkpoints along the border and let people and goods move freely between the two Irelands. That kind of free movement is how the EU works. But if Brexit happens, then harder borders and trade policies have to become a thing again between the UK and the EU. Which would be totally fine if the Irelands weren't stuck on an island together. In the new Brexit deal, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson and the EU agreed to put a new trade policy in place. Essentially, EU tariff rules will apply to all goods arriving on the island. But Northern Ireland still falls under UK customs laws and can get goods from the UK without EU tariffs. It's really complex, but this means the EU-UK customs border is basically moving into the ocean, and there won't be any customs checks between the Irelands. It wasn't clear if the EU would be down with the deal, but then Ireland's prime minister gave it the thumbs up. Here he was today at a press conference with EU officials. It is a unique solution, one that recognizes the unique history and geography of Northern Ireland. So how are other people feeling about it? Johnson is hyped and said the New Deal gives power back to the Brits. Uh, We can take together uh, as a single United Kingdom decisions about our future, about our laws, our borders, our money, and how we want to run uh, the UK. And the EU backed the deal by a unanimous vote. But political excitement is dipping, because the deal has to actually pass the UK Parliament for Brexit to become a reality. And Parliament is really divided. To get a majority in Parliament to pass the deal, Johnson will need everyone in his Conservative Party to step in line. Plus, he'll also need the 21 lawmakers that he kicked out of his party last month after they refused to back his push for a no-deal Brexit. And he'll need nearly a dozen others. The Conservatives haven't publicly weighed in yet, and a lot of other members of Parliament aren't exactly thrilled. 
two of the main opposition parties, the Labour Party and the Liberal Democrats, have said, no dice. So have the Scottish National Party and the Democratic Unionist Party of Northern Ireland, which are vocal minorities in Parliament. So Johnson really can't afford to lose any votes on this one. Okay, so what's next? On Saturday, the UK Parliament is going to weigh in. It's the first time Parliament's working on a Saturday since the early 80s. But like we said, a pretty big group of lawmakers have already said, yeah, no, to this deal. Which, remember, they've done before. The EU has signed off on three other deals before, but the UK Parliament has rejected each one. So what happens if Parliament actually votes the deal down this time? Honestly, we don't really know. Remember, Johnson has been in favor of leaving the EU without a deal. Last month, Parliament voted that he's not allowed to do that unless Parliament signs off. And even though the European Commission president said it's either this deal or no deal, it's unclear if they'll actually follow through with that. Meaning, if this deal fails in Parliament Saturday, it's possible Brexit could get delayed again past Halloween. So what's the skim? There's a new Brexit deal on the table, and that in and of itself is a big development. But while Johnson and the EU are feeling good about the deal, the UK Parliament might not be. There are still a lot of things up in the air, and as we've seen before, anything can happen in the world of Brexit. But with the Brexit deadline rapidly approaching, the Brits are running out of options. Another big deal today? Turkey agreed to a ceasefire in Syria. That's next. Looking for the right job can make you feel alone. But what if instead you felt hopeful? There are 20 million jobs on LinkedIn and the people who can help you find them. People who'll give you advice, help you learn new skills, and people who are hiring. On LinkedIn, you're not alone. Find the job meant for you at linkedin.com jobs. That's linkedin.com jobs. Do you remember way back to yesterday when we told you VP Mike Pence and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo were heading to Turkey? Well, for the past week, Turkey's been attacking the Kurds in Syria. It all started after President Trump effectively gave Turkey the go-ahead by pulling U.S. troops away from the Turkey-Syria border. So Pence and Pompeo were sent to Turkey to ask them to stop. Going into the meeting, Turkey's president said, that's never going to happen. Well, today we learned people can surprise you. Earlier today, Pence announced that Turkey had agreed to a five-day ceasefire, 120 hours. During that time, the U.S. said Kurdish fighters would move back from their forts in Syria near the Turkish border deeper into Syria, basically further out of harm's way. Once those five days are up and the Kurds are out, Pence said Turkey has agreed to a permanent ceasefire. And then... The United States of America will work with Turkey, uh, will work with nations around the world uh, to ensure that peace and stability is the order of the day. To get Turkey to stick to the deal, Pence said the U.S. would hold off imposing any new sanctions on Turkey's economy and would undo sanctions imposed earlier this week if Turkey follows through long term. This whole deal is really similar to a ceasefire agreement worked out with Turkey earlier this year. So if you're thinking it's just going back to how things were before, uh, yeah, pretty much. But not everything's the same. In the last week of attacks, dozens of Kurdish and Turkish fighters have been killed and at least 160,000 people have been displaced. So there's a lot of rebuilding that needs to be done.
It's Skim Money Thursday, and we want to talk about some of the news from one of the most powerful American labor unions and how the ripple effects might impact you. Quick recap. For the last month, nearly 50,000 members of the United Automobile Workers, or UAW, have been on strike against General Motors, GM. It's been the longest strike by UAW against GM in decades. And today came a big breakthrough. As the UAW presented members with a new four-year labor contract, it worked out with GM. In the deal, union members would get pay raises, a bigger share of GM profits, and temp workers would get a clearer path to becoming full-time employees. But one reason people who aren't auto workers might care about this deal is that these strikes and their outcomes can affect the U.S. economy at large. See, a big part of the U.S. called the Rust Belt, which includes Michigan and Ohio and parts of Western Pennsylvania and Indiana, has been having a rough few decades as manufacturing jobs shift overseas. And recent manufacturing data from September hasn't been pretty, which could bleed into other sectors like the service industry and consumer spending. Not good. The UAW hoped to use this new contract to change the narrative and convince GM to keep open several factories scheduled to close. It also wanted GM to make new investments in the plants it was keeping open. The results on that were kind of mixed. Three of the four plants GM announced it was closing last year are still going to close. And workers at one of them in Lordstown, Ohio said today, we're definitely voting against this new contract. On the upside, though, UAW leaders said, we talked to GM and they promised that as technology changes and GM starts making electric cars and autonomous vehicles, they'll still use union labor. So what's next? As we tape the podcast today, UAW leaders were still deciding whether this deal was good enough to forward on to union members for a vote. But even if they do, it could be weeks before the strike is over. To find out more on how breaking financial news can impact you, head on over to theskim.com money. Before we go today, we've got a fun fact coming to you from something happening in Vegas that maybe shouldn't stay in Vegas. This week, the Las Vegas City Council voted that for the next month, anybody who gets a parking ticket can pay it off by donating food that'll go to a local charity. There are a few rules, though. Food donations need to at least equal the cost of the parking ticket. And if your ticket's for something that endangers public safety, like blocking traffic or a fire lane, you'll still have to settle up the normal way, in cash with the city. But for everyone else, the new rule is a chance to make the city of sin just a bit more saintly heading into the holiday season. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks again for listening and be sure to hit subscribe and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to add the Skim to your morning routine, sign up for our free newsletter, The Daily Skim, right on our website at theskim.com. It's everything you need to know to start your day right in your inbox.